everyone. Welcome to episode 230, 15 to clean. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. Before I start, I want to read something that I read a couple weeks ago from Dawn talking about our sponsor, Herbal Face Food. You won't believe what she says, and it's so true. I feel the same way. She took the words right out of my heart. She says, oh my gosh, Kelly, I got my Herbal Face Food the other day, and finally, I finally got to read it and try it last night, and I am in love. I've only used it twice, but my face feels alive, all caps, three exclamation points. I can't even explain it. I can't wait to see the progress with my experience spots in print in quotes and my scar from skin cancer on my nose but I almost feel like my face is lighter and brighter and younger whether it actually looks like it or not it just feels alive it makes me actually feel like it's worth the money I can't wait to share pictures later but they won't even matter if it helps me feel this good I'm serious all caps this stuff is amazing, all caps, heart emoji. Thank you for exclamation points. And that is why I share things with all of you. You can use the code HARMONY20, go to herbalfacefood.com or click the link in the show notes or in the email. Use the coupon code HARMONY20, which I'm so excited about that we have a coupon code. I think that's so adorable. And you will be blown away by the serum, the cream, the soap, which lasts for months, by the way. The cream and the soap last for months. It will help you if you have any wrinkles, any puffiness, any chronic issues, like maybe you have eczema or sunspots or dermatitis, rosacea, melasma, psoriasis, or if you have any acne or if your kids have acne, this will do wonders. So make sure you take before pictures. Go to herbalfacefood.com. Use the coupon code HARMONY20 and your face will feel alive just like Dawn. So I love talking about being more organized because it does not come natural to me. I have to work so hard at being organized. I have to, be, I have to work so hard at cleaning up after myself. Now, working so hard does not mean the actual physical labor. It means I have to do so much mind management and it's so tricky and so sticky. It does not come natural for me. But I can tell you it is worth the consciousness. It is worth the effort. And eventually you'll start creating paths and you'll start creating routines that you're not having to think about it anymore. The routine is thinking about it for you and you just kind of step onto that merry-go-round of routine. Once you create those habits that stick, it's kind of like brushing your teeth. It's hard to do when you're a kid. Reminder, reminder, reminder. And all of a sudden you're just doing it unconsciously. So the more systems and the more routines you have, the more it becomes unconscious. The reason why we don't do the thing is because number one, it's not fun for most of us. And number two, it creates so much exhaustion for our brain and our brain already works so hard. So when you have a pattern and when you have a routine and when you have structure, then it's like you are hopping onto that merry-go-round of structure and routine and it's doing the things that it needs to do versus all of that effort to push that boulder up the hill. It becomes an unconscious thing that you do no matter what. And when you don't do it, 
you don't completely throw the baby out with the bathwater. You just pick up where you left off the next time. So one thing that I love teaching people is block planning, that you're going to have blocks of time during your day and be super conscious and super intentional of what you want to do with your different blocks. Using the example of middle school or high school when you had different subjects to go to is the best indicator and the best way to create a habit that will stick. Your segments of time can be in increments of 15 minutes. They can be in increments of an hour. They can be in increments of five minutes. When I first started, I had to do five to 15 minute blocks because my ADD was so extreme and I didn't have a lot of time. I had just some pockets here and there, but because I didn't have a lot of time and I didn't have a lot of discipline, I had to start very small. And then as you create these habits and as you create a stronger merry-go-round, you can, if you want to, have bigger blocks of time. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I don't want to do blocks. I don't want to do structure. I don't want to do routine because I like to go with the flow and be spontaneous. And it's just like when you have a budget, you can spend more money when you have a budget. Or you can be more free with your eating when you have a meal plan. Because that surplus or that savings that you create in a bank account is the same way when you have structure and routine in your life. Because a lot of times what we do is we try to lay on the couch and relax and have our downtime, but we have all this stuff looming over our head. So it's not really clean, relaxing, if that makes sense. But when you finish the things and do your tasks and you reward yourself with downtime, then it's much cleaner relaxation. It feels more present and relaxing because you don't have all of that stuff niggling away at you. The more structure and routine you have in your life, the more you'll be able to relax with clean energy versus relaxing with stressed chores hanging over your head energy. So I like to use downtime as a reward. And that also makes you much more efficient when you're doing the thing because your brain will say, I don't want to do, and it will start to have a little baby tantrum and I don't want to do X, Y, Z. And it'll start to like, and start to talk like that to our brains. And then you just talk back to the brain. I know you don't want to do this right now. I know it's not fun. I know this doesn't come natural to you, but we're going to do it anyway. And guess what we get to do after we get to scroll Facebook we get to watch TV, we get to go sit on the patio, we get to go hang out with the kids. And building in these small little rewards throughout the day versus doing it all at night will give you the energy to keep going and to do the unfun things. And then it will also help you teach that to your kids and also normalize if your kids that it's very normal not to wanna to brush your teeth. It's very normal to not wanna put your lunchbox on the hook or in the sink or put your clothes away, or whatever the thing is. And if you tend to like doing chores, that's very hard to see why your kids don't want to do chores. But think about it from a kid's point of view. Of course, they don't want to put their clothes away. Instead of you're being disrespectful and not putting your clothes away, it's like, no, they're being a human. Of course, they don't want to put their clothes away. So 15 to clean is something that I have implemented and helped so many people implement. When you have blocks of time doing whatever the tasks are, if an organized house is something that brings you peace. Now, I talk to so many of you, hundreds every day, and so many tell me that their messy house or dirty house or cluttered house causes them so much stress and anxiety, but they don't know where to start. And I feel you. 
because there is no place to start. So when you think about life like you were in school, when you're in math class, you're thinking about doing math and you, yes, you have English coming up and you probably have an assignment due in English and you probably have classwork that you know you're going to be doing in English because yesterday you did page 271. So, you know, today you're doing page 273. You know that as a child cognitively that like that's coming up, but you're not doing that and pulling out your English book while you're in math class trying to do page 273 in English because you're doing math right now. So the focus is on math right now. And you know, you're going to have math homework and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to put, I have math homework later and I'm going to compartmentalize that and do that later in a block of time. Let's say it's five to six before you go to sports, you'll be doing your homework and then you'll be hitting all the different subjects of where you have the homework. So the same thing can be done with our planning and our block scheduling of our life. And you want to build in that downtime. You want to build in relaxation. You want to build in family time. You want to build in time with your kids, presence with your kids. Even if it's just chatting with them or throwing the ball or pulling them from their electronics and sitting down and having a meal with them. When they're younger, they love doing active play like role playing or coloring or puzzles. And when they're older, it's a little bit harder. So it's sometimes a physical activity. It might be mini golfing, might be going outside and walking the dogs or playing catch with the dogs. If you have dogs or sometimes Grady and I do this weird thing near the pool. We do a trust fall where I hold on to him and I, he leans back over the pool and I hold on to him and I don't let go. And it's called the trust fall. And for some reason we do it all the time. It takes about 45 seconds and then I'll do it. I'll do it too. We never drop each other. And it's like this fun, silly little game. I have no idea where it came from, but that's what we've been doing the last month or so. Are we going to be doing that for the rest of our life? No, it just happens organically. It's these teachable moments and these life moments that come up. When we do the things, we're not always so consumed with our math and English that we forget to hang out with our kids. We had these beautiful souls and now we want to be able to spend time with them and teach them that we love them for their essence, for their presence, for who they are as a human and for no other reason. And that we can do with the time that we spend with them. And that time is spent filling them up, letting them know that their inner dialogue is how we speak to them. We know that about us. So then the way we speak to them and talk to them and remind them that they're children from God and remind them that they're miracles and remind them that there is nothing more in life you wanted to be other than a parent to them. And telling your spouse that too, how lucky and blessed you are. So with all that said, you're going to build in time to do the unfun things. So you can do the fun things. It's like finish your work so you can go out for recess. A lot of us are stuck in emotional childhood and let's take advantage of that and like live in that emotional childhood. What worked for us when we were kids? Do your work. You can go play at recess. Okay. David said he used to have packets and if he finished his packet by Friday, he could go out and have like an hour of recess. And he was so motivated to finish that packet during the week because of that hour of recess was hanging over his head. So do that as an adult. Have that recess built into your life. Whatever brings you joy, do more of that. And sometimes it could be a power nap if that's something that you like to do. Even if the nap is five minutes in the car line while you're in park waiting for the kids to come out. We always have those pockets of time. We call them hot pockets, like those like those nasty foods that we grew up on, or I did. Hot pockets. <laughs> If you had it, you're like, what are you talking about? But we all have those pockets of time. Instead of using that pocket of time to scroll and relax and chill before we've done the unfun, unfun things, do the unfun things first and then reward yourself in those hot pockets with 
whatever you'd like to do in that downtime. It can be whatever you want it to be also because you're an emotional adult. And so you step into emotional adulthood and your recess looks different than my recess. I can guarantee you're probably not doing the trust fall with your kids. But when you're an emotional adult, you can do whatever you want to do and that your recess can look however you want it to look. So the reason why I call it 15 to clean is because this is a great way to do that. Like the tidying is just ongoing all the time. As you're living through your life, you just grab things, bring it to the next room, grab things, bring it to the next room. Laundry and dishes, I highly recommend running the dishwasher every single day and doing the laundry every single day so you don't fall behind. Remember, we're taking control of the raffia. If that works for you and you feel it's empowering, then do it. If you like doing it on Saturdays and that's empowering to you and it's not hanging over your head during the week, do what's right for you. So 15 to clean is a way to have a different chore chart for doing a different chore every day of the week. So you're only going to set the timer for 15 minutes and do this chore for 15 minutes. And this is more of the cleaning. Now the tidying is just ongoing. The less stuff you have, the better off because a cluttered mind leads to a cluttered house. The more you free your mind and clean up your mind, the more your house will naturally and organically be more organized. I know that sounds crazy, but it's so true. And that's why I encourage exercise, meditation, block planning, all those things. When you do that, then you have more time for your recess and for your fun. So you're going to set the timer 15 minutes. This is more the unfun chores like mopping, vacuuming, cleaning the bathrooms, dusting, counters. So on Monday, you're going to set the timer and you're going to mop for 15 minutes. Now, I don't care if your house is a palace and you have 10,000 square feet, you're only going to mop for 15 minutes. Are you going to finish? Absolutely not. That's not the goal. The goal is never to finish. This is an, always an ongoing thing. It's kind of like conscious parenting. It's a journey, not a destination. There is no destination to keeping your house up. It is an ongoing quest. So you're going to set the timer for 15 minutes. You're going to mop for 15 minutes and you're going to stop when the timer's up and you're not going to be finished and that's going to be okay. Because the next Monday, when you do the 15 minutes to mop, you're going to kind of remember a ballpark of where you left off or not all the rooms need to be done every single week. So you might just want to mop the kitchen and that's not going to take 15 minutes. Then if you, it takes you five minutes, you have 10 minutes to chill if you just want to do the kitchen. On Tuesday, you're going to vacuum. Same thing. You're not going to finish. You're going to set the timer 15 minutes. You're going to get the room that you get done. And then the next time, the next Tuesday it comes along, you're going to pick up where you left off or you're going to do the same room again. And you might get a little extra. And when you're working against the clock, if you're a competitive person like me, you turn it into a game. You're like, I'm going to get two rooms done this time. Last time I could only get one room because I was so slow and I didn't know where the right plug was. This time I'm going to get two rooms or a room and a half. And then it becomes a more of a game. I highly recommend a Roomba. I got it as a gift a couple of years ago. I run it every single day. It's good. Our, ki- our dogs don't shed, but it's good for just dander and dust. And I shed like crazy. I shed more than the dogs do. The dogs don't shed at all. But my hair, you see it all over the house. So you're only going to vacuum for 15 minutes and you're going to stop. This is in any pocket of time. When you finish, then you can go on to the next thing or you can relax and chill. On Wednesday, this is just a sample. You're not going to take this as factual, but maybe you could take this as factual and then make it your own after you do it for a couple weeks. You're going to do one bathroom for 15 minutes. If you finish before the 15 minutes is up, you can go to the next bathroom if you have more than one bathroom. We're just wiping down the counters, clearing off some stuff, and doing the mirrors. On Thursday, if dusting is important to you, you're going to dust. I really don't like dusting. I don't really see the point of it and things don't really get that dusty. It's more the floors that get dusty. 
but this is a good time to wipe things down or maybe you want to do wipe a window down that has a lot of fingerprints. Friday can be car or counters. The counters cause a lot of stress when we see a lot of clutter. So for 15 minutes, you're just gonna clear the counters. It could be in the kitchen, it could be in the bathroom, it could be on your dresser, it could be on your nightstand, it could be whatever. You're just gonna do, focus on counters on Friday. If counters don't stress you out, focus on your car. 15 minutes, start to stop. Every single stinking honking day, I'm pulling the floor mat out of my side of the car and I just shake it for 30 seconds. Not even 30 seconds, probably seven seconds. And that makes such a difference. You could teach the kids to do the same. If that's important to you, this is where priorities matter. If it's not important to you, no biggie. If having an organized house doesn't give you more organized mind, then keep doing what you're doing. If it causes you stress and anxiety, we need to do something about it so we can take control of the raffia versus feeling always in the state of overwhelm. And then we teach our kids how to manage that overwhelmed feeling with empowerment and doing things versus I'm overwhelmed, I'm gonna go rest on the couch and then not do anything and then that's not clean relaxation. I want you to have clean relaxation on the, on the couch or wherever you spend your time or in a chair or on a plane or a train or a bus or a car. I sound like Dr. Seuss. Wherever that place is, whatever your recess looks like, I want you to enjoy your recess. So create a system, create a routine, Stick to it with an 80% to 90% accuracy. Remember, B minus. You'll feel more empowered, and I guarantee you'll have more harmony in your home. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com and if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.